Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1246, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Hey there, welcome back to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions. On the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you like an audiobook. Now, if you want your question answered right here on the show, you can email one to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice heard on the show, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can call in your question by dialing 61 I love OHD. Now, usually on Friday Q&A episodes, I talk about my experiences, what I do when I'm not doing this podcast, all of my credentials, etc. So if you want to know more about me and my credentials and experiences, definitely check out one of the other Q&A episodes. Or you could always find that information on our website, oldpodcast.com. But for now, let's jump right in and hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Today's question came via email. Filippo from the UK writes, Dear Dr. Neil, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I have been listening to it for the last four years. Please promise you will never stop. I am 32 years old and I have been working out consistently six times a week for the last 10 years. I like doing cardio and calisthenic workouts. I have noticed that my strength is not as good as it used to be. So my question is, do you know when muscular strength starts to decrease? Do you think that when we experience this reduced strength, we should rest more often? Best wishes. Thank you for your question, Filippo. Thank you so much for your kind words and for being a longtime listener. I'm thrilled that you find the show so helpful, and I'm actually really thrilled that you've been consistently active for so long. Now, the timing of your question is so perfect because earlier this week, I read a two-part post from Kate Galliott titled, You Can't Have All of the Fitness All of the Time. Those were episodes 1243 and 1244. In those episodes, we talked about how we have to prioritize our fitness goals. So let's talk about how that relates to your question specifically. 
First, Filippo, you asked whether there is a specific time in our lives when we start to see decreases in our muscular strength. And unfortunately, yes, we do see this starting to occur in our late 20s. So when men and women start to reach the ages of 27, 28, and 29 years, our muscles begin to atrophy. This means that our muscle cells start to get smaller and smaller. If our muscles are getting smaller, then that means our muscular strength will suffer as well. What's even more unfortunate is that as we age, our muscles continue to atrophy or shrink in size. Now, this all sounds pretty awful, but the good news is that we can slow this process down. We can't reverse this process completely, but again, we can slow it down. How? By prioritizing strength training exercises, by dedicating some of our workouts to rebuilding this muscle. Filippo, you mentioned that you are exercising about six days a week. And you mentioned that the focus of these workouts has been performing cardiovascular activities. So what I would recommend, and probably Kate Galliott would recommend as well based on her posts earlier this week, is to refocus some of your attention away from cardio and toward strength training specifically. So instead of performing cardio six days a week, maybe perform cardio four days a week and dedicate the other two days to strength training. Now you may be asking, just two days of strength training a week, is that enough? No, but it's a good starting point. You don't wanna dedicate too much time to strength training if you're new to it. In fact, the American College of Sports Medicine provides specific recommendations for those that are new to strength training and for building larger muscles. But before I get to those recommendations, you may also be asking, but if I cut back on my cardio, won't my cardiovascular endurance suffer? Yes. But as Kate Galliott explained earlier this week, this is very normal. As Kate said, quote, we can't have all of the fitness all of the time, end quote. Instead, we have to prioritize our workouts and be okay with the fact that some of our other fitness goals may take a back seat to our new goals. So in your case, Filippo, this may mean that for right now, you may have to be okay with making your cardiovascular fitness less of a priority. Okay, back to the American College of Sports Medicine's recommendations. For those that are new to strength training, they recommend that you dedicate only two days per week to start. Be sure to skip a day in between strength training sessions. So let's say your first strength training workout happens on a Monday. That means your next strength training workout shouldn't be until Wednesday at the earliest. Now. What specific exercises should you be doing? Well, according to the American College of Sports Medicine, we need to start by focusing on all of the big muscle groups. That means during these first few workouts, you wanna perform one to two sets of exercises for the big muscle groups like the shoulders, chest, arms, back, and legs. Now, for someone that wants to build strength, it's recommended that you aim to lift heavy weights and only lift them three to five times for each set. Now, I need to mention that this recommendation is not great for someone that's new to strength training. This is because lifting heavy weights without experience is a surefire way to get injured. So instead, I would recommend that you start by lifting lighter weights eight to 12 times until you get used to the movements. Now, I know that because of the pandemic, it may not be a great idea to hire a personal trainer at the moment. But organizations like the American College of Sports Medicine, the American Council on Exercise, and the National Academy of Sports Medicine 
posts some wonderful instructional videos online. These videos can show you how to perform these exercises using proper form. So once you start getting used to performing exercises for the major muscle groups correctly and performing eight to 12 repetitions of each, you can then think about adding more weight to make lifts heavier. But you don't wanna add too much weight too quickly. A good general rule of thumb when it comes to upper body exercises like chest, shoulders, and upper back exercises is to add no more than five pounds or about two and a half kilograms at a time. So let's say you're performing a chest exercise like a bench press. You find that you can lift 135 pounds or about 61 and a half kilograms eight times, no problem. This means you are probably ready to add some weight to make the lift heavier. To be safe, this means it would be best to only increase the weight of the bench press by five pounds or two and a half kilograms total. So the next time you attempt the lift, it should weigh no more than 140 pounds or about 64 kilograms. If this new weight can be lifted another eight times with no problem, you can add another five pounds or another two and a half kilograms and so on. When it comes to adding weight to lower body exercises, like squats, for example, we can be a little bit more lenient. That's because the legs contain larger muscles and are used to handling heavier weights. So the rule of thumb here is to add no more than 20 pounds or about nine kilograms at a time. So here are the main takeaways. Yes, our muscles do begin to decrease in size as we get older. This usually starts in our late 20s and continues as we age but we can slow this process down by lifting weights. If we really wanna build strength, then we need to think about eventually lifting heavy weights, weights that we can only lift three to five times. And I know that spending some days lifting weights may decrease the amount of time you spend performing cardio, but if getting stronger is one of your goals, then I think it's worth it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you so much again for the question, Filippo. You'll be entered into a very small raffle on the first of every month to win a book. And if you want to submit a question, you can email one to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want to call in your question, the number is 61 I love OHD. Or you could submit your audio question at oldpodcast.com slash ask. There, you can record your question, listen back to it, and then submit it to us. Again, that's at oldpodcast.com slash ask.
Thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a great weekend, but hey, I'll still see you back here tomorrow where optimal life awaits.